Welcome back to this week's episode of Breaking Apostolic Taboo. This is the week where we do our Bible study. So we hope you enjoy this week's episode of A Kingdom of Misfits, written by Bailey Romans, which you can buy off of Amazon.com. Look up A Kingdom of Misfits, giving you every reason why God can and will use you by Bailey Romans, or click the link in our link tree below. Can't wait for this episode. Welcome back to this week's episode where we do our study. So go ahead, grab your books if you got it. And let's go to lesson six, God's closest misfits, the 12 disciples. Peter, Andrew, James, and John, sons of Zebedee, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Jude, Thaddeus, Simon and Judas Iscariot. These men were picked by Jesus to be his disciples and chosen to grow the kingdom. They walked with him while he was on the earth. Jesus taught his disciples the secrets of the kingdom of heaven and instructed them to teach those who would come after them. Let's focus on a few for the next couple pages. Matthew. Jesus passed forth from thence he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the receipt of custom, and he saith unto him, Follow me, and he arose and followed him. Matthew 9, 9. This is when Matthew was called by Jesus to walk with him. Jesus walks up to Matthew and says, Follow me. Matthew gets up and follows him. Doesn't that seem insane? How many people nowadays would just follow someone like that we would say who are you to ask me to follow you and give up everything but wait don't we follow people every day we follow them on social media desperately hoping they will follow us back or accept the friend request yet when jesus offers us the invitation to follow him we look at him and shrug we will say How can I trust you? We don't see God as holy and faithful. Matthew recognized Jesus as someone worth following. Leaving everything behind to follow Christ was enough for him. Jesus was enough for Matthew, and he left his fortune, civility, and life for this one thing. Honestly, what was Matthew leaving behind? He was a tax collector. One of the most hated people during that time. While the life he lived had comfort and stability, he was not happy and he knew there had to be more. Jesus saw his potential. He saw what he he could do in the kingdom and said, he is qualified. Matthew is the first person who wrote the teachings of Jesus and is one of the four gospel authors. He is also said to have brought the gospel to Ethiopia and Egypt. Simon the Zealot. We know very little about Simon the Zealot. He is hardly mentioned in the Bible, and as far as we know, he wrote nothing. You're probably thinking the same thing I did when writing this. What is a zealot? Zealots were fanatical Jewish nationalists who had a heroic disregard for suffering for what they thought as purity of their faith. 
They had much hatred for the Romans. They were zealous in good practices and reckless in a bad way. Simon was part of this group, and this gives us an idea of who he was. He had devoted his life to the law and gained an extreme hatred for those who would compromise with Rome. So much hate hatred that he that they would kill the Romans see what I said who he was he decided he would follow Jesus Christ and he became a great man of faith the same man who used to hate now loved Simon saw that Jesus would not force anything on him this man who used to hate now was known to preach on the west coast of Africa and then went to England where he was crucified. Could we so easily give up our hatred for the people God loves like he did? God saw Simon and knew that this man full of hatred would one day love people. In fact, he would love people with reckless abandon just like he used to hate them. He knew this man was worth keeping close and worth making him a disciple. There's not much said about these three men in scriptures, but I feel as though their stories are worth being told. Andrew. Andrew was originally a disciple of John the Baptist, and it is said that he left John because John wanted him to. John knew Jesus was the Messiah. Andrew was the first follower of Jesus, and he brought his brother Peter with him. Andrew wasn't an outspoken person, and whenever you see him in the scripture, he is always in the shadow of his brother. Peter is never referred to as Andrew's brother. Andrew was always Peter's brother. This never stopped Andrew from living for the Lord. Even though he may have felt he lived in the shadow of his brother, he became a passionate preacher and teacher, bold in his passion for the Lord. His purpose was to bring others to Jesus, and he did. John. Even though there's not much said about John, what we do know is he was very ambitious, had a bad temper, and was extremely intolerant. He was very devoted to Jesus, though, and became a follower. John was known as the one whom Jesus loved. John also wrote large portions of the New Testament. John tells us that even though we can struggle with our attitude and our temper, that Jesus can still use us. Thaddeus. Just like Simon, Thaddeus was also a zealot. Had a dream of world power. He was intense and violent against anyone who wasn't the chosen people. But he comes to Jesus and changes his ways, and now he is a disciple. He asked Jesus in John 14, 22-24, why he showed himself to them and not the world. Jesus basically said that power cannot be substitute love, or that power cannot substitute love. He says deep revelation comes to those who love and obey him, which means so much to a man that used to hate the Romans enough to kill them. As far as we know, Thaddeus preached many places and saw many healings. He was martyred around 65 AD. Judas Iscariot. Judas was known for being good with money, a businessman. He was a treasurer of the group, but in John 12, 4-6, the scripture tells us that he was untrustworthy. He sought as much recognition from the governor as possible, and he betrayed Jesus for a measly 30 pieces of silver. Judas gave three years of his life to Jesus, but never gave him his heart. 
Judas is an example of someone who is spiritually careless. This man walked with Jesus, learned his ways, and heard the teachings, yet he still remained in his unbelief. When studying Judas, he almost didn't make the cut. The man did no good. In fact, he betrayed Jesus. God told me I chose him for a reason, and it came a few days later. Jesus was patient, kind, and loving towards Jesus. He gave this untrustworthy, selfish man an opportunity to change, and he did not take it. In Matthew 27, 5, Judas is overcome by guilt. He tried to give the silver back, but it was too late. He threw the silver in the temple and left, then hung himself. What kind of life could Judas have lived? Could it have been different? Ultimately, if Judas would have never betrayed Jesus or Christ, Jesus wouldn't have been taken and hung on the cross. God knew that this was for the salvation of the world. The betrayal was necessary. Sometimes in our life, being betrayed is necessary. God wants to see if you can handle the pressure when it comes. Will you betray him when times get rough or sell him for something not even close to what your eternity is worth? The disciples show us that you can be like Matthew, one of the most hated people of the day and time, or like Simon, who hated people more than he loved them. You could be shy or feel as though you're always in someone's shadow. You may have a bad temper and be very intolerant and be greatly talented yet untrustworthy. God is always going to choose you. The 12 closest people to him were people you would never think of choosing. Jesus picked these men to take the gospel to the whole world. He chose imperfect people to take this perfect message because broken people can reach broken people. You are not too far gone for God to find you and use you. Some active drug addicts can win more souls to God than a seasoned church than seasoned church members. There are few people there are people at the bar more willing to talk about God than saints on a pew. God will use anyone who has a desire for a relationship with him. A common factor in all the disciples is that they actively sought a relationship with the Lord. Were they perfect? No. But God doesn't expect perfection. Never stop seeking him. You will never be too messed up to be used by God. So the same two questions we ask at the end of every lesson. How do you relate with the 12 disciples? How do they help you realize that you can still be used? I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. We will see you next week here on Breaking Apostolic Taboo. I am Bailey Romans, and let's start talking. Thank you.